Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Friends. Thank you. I really enjoyed that we both uh, participated in side to side head movements just then. We did. Like, we just did like a little, I'm a bubble head on like a. We swam into each other, like, you know, <laughs> like a fish kind of like, um, what's the moment? A uh, dirty dancing moment, but just with a fish. Fish dirty dancing moment. Yeah. 100%. That's what we did. Yeah. Time of my life in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I had the time of my life earlier, um, but I've come here now. Great. Because you yeah. haven't like this before, is that why? Well, I mean, I swear it's true. Anyway, no, uh, it's not really. <laughs> I like your sparkly curtains, Natasha. Thank you so much. Don't I you think I did notice those? Get out of here. So, fun fact: uh, I bought some off mm. um, eBay because you know yeah. eBay is always a great curtain place. You know, like that's exactly where you go for curtain supplies at all. Uh-huh. That's where you go for all your goods, I think, that are quality and not going to break. Absolutely. So got them uh, and, you know, they came all on time and everything. They were quite, like, cheap. So I knew they weren't going to be amazing, but I was also like, <laughs> they're just a backdrop and I can just put colours on you and it'll be fine. Uh, they literally came as just, like, two rectangles of material, just, like, two actual square rectangles. And I was supposed to get four because they're only apparently, like, this wide and that was how long I needed for a long period. I was like, um, <laughs> you only gave me two and they're just a square just a rectangle sorry and yeah then I was like well I can just sew them myself that'll be fine right didn't do any measurements like didn't even like I was just like I just fold it over itself give it a little sew along I sewed it in black because that's what you need um for silver material and uh then they were also different heights so that the curtains were (laughs) honestly I would expect nothing less from you. This is the level of detail that I feel like we both put into most of our lives. Uh (laughs) It was just so dumb. I was like so mad about it that I was like, I'm just doing this quickly and then it won't matter. And I just kept fucking it up like time and time again. And I was like, yeah, great. But then I messaged them, got a refund. uh, And then I bought another curtain from another company, which happened to be the same material. Anyway, this story is so fucking boring. But fuck, this is my life. This is isolation. No, you know what? These are goddamn COVID times, babe. And this this is the kind of shit that we're telling people these days. We'd this love to know about the performance industry. Anyway, so I bought these eBay curtains uh, just real so, quick. So. Yeah, and then I sewed them with, get this, black thread. Black thread. Uh, you uh, are terrible, Tash. Wild. God. Bloody wild. It is just wild times over here. Um, I see you drinking some wine there, Miss Betty Bombshell. I've seen shocked? you drink wine on the podcast for a little while. Honestly? I haven't because my body told me to stop. (laughs) Look, some would say.
so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fresh. Some would say that I had too much wine one time. I know that's crazy. Um, and then some would say that I had to cancel a podcast recording with you and our guest because I was violently ill. Can't remember if I've told this previously on the podcast. I'm telling it again. Give it a Bring whirl, it. girl. Go on. Get um, it in there. But then something real gorgeous happened to us and our beautiful producer from That's Not Canon Production, Zane. Product Hans. Um, the beautiful Zane. He messaged us and was like, yo, babes, um, you've got a new wine sponsor. Love it. I know. So Naked Wines and Friends with Benefits, the podcast, have now got this gorgeous partnership and they sent me three bottles of like... Bellissimo red, and I'm having the Nero de Volo. Oh. Apparently, I say that wrong, but yeah. you know what? I don't care. No, um, I'm in Perth, so nothing matters. And yeah. I'm think, drinking the red right I now. I think the most stunning thing was that we were like, well, one of us is in Victoria, one of us is in WA, and they were like, yeah, that's fine, and just sent each of us wine, which just, I'm yeah. just bloody thrilled about. Absolutely. Oh. You know what? They've already. They didn't even know us, you know, yeah. and they've already helped us out. They've already helped us out. And, oh, uh, and you know, they're, they're out to help you out as well because they've given us a bloody promo code to get a $100 voucher of wine. What is that about, though? Wild. They what? trust us too much. Like, do they know oh. how many people that listen to this podcast and oh. just us In and our hundreds. friends In just drink <laughs> In the Tens to twenties. Tens of twenties. No, I meant bottles of wine in the hundreds, you know. Oh, not, not yes. listeners. No, that's not at all. It's actually, we don't even put this on the air anymore. We just do this to fill the time. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I see you've been doing lots of lessons, classes, mentoring, et cetera, et cetera. I have. It's been like the cutest time because I hate going places sometimes. Um, I just get in this weird thing where I'm like, I want to go outside right now. But I get to teach all of these like beautiful, incredible students in my home, which I have a full studio in the bottom floor of my home, which is really incredible. I've set it up with all this cute jazziness and my partner, she's like jazzed it up as well, which is she's on a set for me. Baby oh, Jake, she's so stop it. I know, it's so cute. We've got vintage suitcases and books. Oh, and goodness me. Peppered around the joint. Peppered. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sewing shit sequin curtains, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and buying hair off the internet that's not the right colour. I mean, fuck, I'm just... Yeah. Honestly, honestly, it's as it always was, and that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> We're just in two different places now. Um, that's true, and that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a gorgeous red chair. I'm going to do some burlesque on that. Oh, I know, it's wild. Um, but no, I... I actually did a sunrise live. <laughs> you want to know something I did, Tash? You Maybe know I set I you did. up for that. I, I know. <laughs> Does that mean now that, like, on our podcast bio, it's like as seen on Sunrise with Betty Bombshell and Tash York? Like, I feel like you know, it fucking does. You got to put those creds in where creds are due. Like, I mean, that's like in my bio. I say two times Guinness World Record holder. I was just a part. <laughs> of two Guinness World Records. I don't hold them myself, but I pop it in my bio. Everyone asks me about it and I'm like... Oh. Is this good advice to be spreading to the children? Is the way you just botchy up this sort of stuff? Like, is this a good idea to Honestly, add those things in? Yes. <laughs> I think it's like, 
it get you through the door? Is it, you know, like, it's, I guess it's for the reasoning, you know, like if that's going to be the only thing you ever put on your bio for the rest of time, then like, that's just orkies. But if you need yeah. it to like get in the door for like the next thing that's about to happen, mm. then maybe, just maybe like, it's all right. I think it's not, not true. Mm. I do hold two Guinness world records. So does about 200 other people <laughs> hold the same record, but I hold that record. Yeah, I do. It. Yes. I, <laughs> I didn't even spring for like the 20 bucks from Guinness oh. World Records for them to send me the fucking did it. Oh, girl. Because uh, is for that to be like in the background of your studio, just these Guinness World Record like fucking. <laughs> like blown like, up to AO size. <laughs> like fucking placket posters. It's just like uni degrees, like ballet things, like calisthenic <laughs> awards, Miss Burlesque Australia, Guinness World Records. <laughs> The Guinness World Record. Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's no velvet anymore. It's just the two things. Oh, you know what? That's, I'm going to do that. That's going to be my next project. If you don't do that, I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to be. You know that I will. Yeah. You know that I will. Like, I'm going to get that tattoo on my thumb of the tiny girl Please. doing the thing. We, we, have to, we have told them about this before, surely. I think so. It's when we discussed the. Uh, uh, what was it? Tash. Oh, Enrique. Tash Enrique. Enrique tattooed on my chest. Yep. Yep. And then she was going to get a tiny picture of a little girl that I drew because she was Mm -hmm. sad she wasn't in a photograph. So I went on paint and drew her in. And then she was like, I'm going to get that tattooed on my thumb, which still hasn't happened yet, but will. It will. But it will, because then I will take you for your first tattoo that day. (gasps) And I'll be like, hi. Can I get, <laughs> can I get this very hey, terrible stick figure? Can I get drawn? this triangle with legs and a tiny head, uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just you know a bit of a fringe, uh, yep. tattooed on my finger, on my thumb? Can I on my thumb? So when I give a thumbs up, I can do a slow reveal. The tiny, tiny girl of this girl. That's a conversation starter if I've ever seen one. <laughs> People are going to be like, "Hey, that's a bit interesting, isn't it?" I've listened to your podcast. I heard all about this tiny thumb girl. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd really like to uh, listen to that. Listen, watch, see. Wow. I dream, believe, do. Dream, believe, do. Better. I'm so, <laughs> so hungover. Uh, mm. And then, you know, when you have like a bitter wine and then you just like go straight back to how drunk you were last night, I, I think do. that's what's happening right now. Oh we God. haven't even brought our guest on yet. So that's. um. <laughs> She's like gone now. She's, She's like, like doesn't, matter. Guys. doesn't matter. I don't even. Yeah. Doesn't, matter, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that's what's happening with me. I've just been doing that. What are you doing other than creating very questionable backdrops? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it was meant to be my wedding uh, on the Monday just gone. So that's mm. been a, a lot of the reason why I've just been drinking nonstop ever since then. Uh, but as a good result of that, uh, Kev, my fiance, has got two weeks off work for the wedding. Ha, ha, ha. Gorgeous time. So we're just, um, yeah, just actually hanging out and having a nice time, which has kind of been good to like, because, you know, like, doesn't count when the other person's still working full time and you're just like yep. doing nothing. Like I haven't felt like I've actually <laughs> had a break because the whole time I've been trying to busy myself. Whereas these right. like past week, I'm like, I don't have to record a song. I don't have to try and find a gig. I don't have to push my Patreon this week. I'm just going to actually be a person in the world. Like how mm. I love that for you. It's been lovely. Fucking I mean, buying cheap pieces of hair, getting oh, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> buying, 
fine backdrops. Fine backdrops. It's beautiful. It's shimmering. Okay. I love it. It's very disco. It's very I'm human right now. I'm loving that. Loving that. Disco is my thing. Well, uh, I'm so sorry that you didn't get married uh, when you were going to. That is okay. That is fine. It will happen. You got drunk instead. Yeah, I got drunk instead. I had a wonderful time. So I'm sure there's other people that have been through way worse than me during this COVID time. So you've got to be, you know, thankful for the things that you do have in this. That's it. You know? That is bloody it, girlfriend. Hey? No, that's nice. And speaking of something that I'm thankful for right now, (laughs) I am... (laughs) dodgy as segue <laughs> hey I, it's not untrue it is not untrue. okay i mean I am, okay. I am very thankful that this woman is part of our lives she's a legend she's a cabaret legend she's an md she's an amazing performance artist she can play every motherfucking instrument you've ever seen or heard in your entire life mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. can we please go absolutely wild for the one the only i'm trying to make her video start and i don't know how oh my god where's it gone I told you, yeah, she's gone go. she left she's gone she's out no she's, she's back like, Fuck you okay guys. the one the only becky falconer <laughs> hang on a second it's <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, my God. You look gorgeous, darling. Thanks. Gorgeous. I literally put on this lipstick for you, too. That is Stop it. That is it. Uh, you know? what are you look at this. This is it's for so you. It's so good. It's so lush. Shall we I miss you. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, Tasty. How Tasty are you, doll? How are you? I'm okay. I don't know. I'm all, all right. right. I'm in Adelaide. I'm in freaking Adelaide. Yeah. I moved here two hours uh, before they shut the borders. So, girl. Looks like I'm here for some time. (laughs) So, where were you? Like, when, where, how? I was in London, which is my home, my normal home. Yeah. Uh, However, uh, I was about to embark on about eight months of work on this side of the world. So was making Adelaide my base because, you know, I've, I'm boning a, an excellent person here. Yes. And he's really great. And we want to like try and be in the same place as much as possible, right. which is delightful. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. Uh, and then, yeah, all this stuff happened. We were actually both in Manchester in the UK uh, for the previous two months working on a big show. And we managed to get to the end of that season and then the next Monday was when all the uh, venues shut down. I had three days in London to move out of my house, which was Ooh. cool, because also all of my housemates had coronavirus. Oh, girl. Um, That's what that is. Uh, and so I had to be in the house <laughs> with everybody with coronavirus. Cool. Oh cool times. Yeah, London is fucked, by the way. Um, yeah. Just is. Just facts. Just, that's facts. I mean, that's what that is. I was very yeah. happy to be leaving, to be honest, um, because everyone's crazy and d- deadly with sick and bad times. And it's, it's like not modern good. plague. Yeah, no. quite indeed. Yeah. London yeah. universally and historically does not have a good time with the plague. No, um, not a good plague place. Written, mm. written in many, many times. Anyway, not a good plague place. <laughs> new, yeah, yeah, bad. TripAdvisor. No stuff. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Uh, so yeah, then I instead of saying goodbye to the place that I had been uh, had been my real home for fifteen years, mm. uh, I was in a cool Airbnb 
um, and like dipping into my house to pack up the, the rest of my stuff every few hours and then just getting on a plane without seeing anybody. Everyone's isolated Whoa. Uh, and then left. And then when I landed in Singapore, my plane was the last one before everything got cancelled out of it. So I was almost stuck in Singapore, which would have been unusual. Um, yeah. And, you know, not on my plan, not part not of it. Then. Not it. Uh, yeah. And then I took a really nice uh, sort of leisurely detour through Sydney, Melbourne, and then Adelaide, which was mm-hmm. cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Just just an hour each, you know. Nothing, nothing hey, you're popping in, popping out. Yeah. Okay. After just a little flight. Mm-hmm. Just missed just missed all of the airports. I wanted to see them all before I ended up <laughs> staying <laughs> in Adelaide for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, and then finally got to Adelaide. Then they shut the borders two hours later. I was in isolation for two weeks. Uh, and uh, now I'm here. That is ridiculous. Mm, that is, that is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I do some usual, like, you know, stupid shit stuff with traveling, missing planes, like by whatever, you know, uh, traveling a ridiculous amount, bad for the environment, killing everything all the time. But that was, yeah, that was a time. That was, I reckon that's probably it. Hey, that one there. Yeah. That's, mm. yeah. Kind of happy not to be traveling for a little while. Oh, totally. Weirdly, I just, which like, I never thought I'd ever say. I know. It's a, it's a weird thing, hey, to be like, I'm actually, as you both probably already know, mm. fucking petrified of flying. I oh, am yes. so scared of flying. So Very just cool. to be like, I'm not going anywhere for a while is mm-hmm. quite bellissimo. I did not know that your housemates had coronavirus. Oh, dude, everyone I know in London has had it. Not a thing. <laughs> I think I had it. I think me and Jared, my partner, had it Whoa. in Manchester. Probably. You know, let's talk Probably. about how basically everybody got sick. Aside from me, so I think I was asymptomatic because mm. I'm healthy. You know why? Because I eat oranges with my, my fucking. That's shaman. Oh, are you allowed to swear? Yeah, that's no, what happens. Yes, you can. Okay. Oh, thank God. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I know. I was like, surely do they beep it? No way. It would be insane. What a weird thing. listen. Okay. I do not have that much time to go through <laughs> oh, Although, God. what a concept. Like, I would like to listen to a conversation between you two with the beeps in and just have to guess <laughs> what you might be saying. And then we could do it rhythmically. It'd be a whole thing. We'll make oh it happen. God, we must make that song happen. Yes. Kind of don't happen. hate it. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I have some time. Anyway. I got some time, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I did have it. Uh, and a lot of our cast got ill. And, you know, we were out in like really sweaty gay bars, like most of the mm-hmm. like, whole time, just most of our lives, up again. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I well, forgot. Um, <laughs> it, Manchester, though, is like mm. proper. Canal Street is like the thing. It's, it's, it's iconic. It's fucking yes. iconic. Such a time. But yeah. if you're gonna get anything, you're gonna you're gonna get it there. You're gonna get it there. Yeah. And everyone's gonna get it. Oh yeah. And you're gonna We're get it back and forth. Up and back. close and everybody's yeah. having sex. It's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. What are you gonna do? It's a gorgeous a close cast. So then uh yeah, and then by the time I got back to London, everybody seemed to have it. So I was like, cool. Uh that's no, and then I left. Yeah, then you yeah left. man. Wow. To I South just, Australia, where there's not like haven't been any cases for like three weeks. Right. It's just so happy. 
everyone's just like I'm eating my oranges with my champagne mm. I'm feeling good I'm doing my yeah. gardening these oranges came from my garden stop it shut up usually oh, shut I would up. juice it to have myself a little you know a little time here a little mimosa more mimosa uh, but I drank all the juice this morning so well, I mean it's a tough life but we're, we're getting through it we really are aren't we yeah one gently squeezed mimosa at a time <laughs> that is that is the I'm next gently, I'm going to write that down. Life. Right yeah, you should. Because that, that could be your like autobiography. I, that could be <laughs> your autobiography. A then. memoir. I mean, really. <laughs> I've got time. I've got time to write, I guess. Thank you, my love. What is yeah. it that you have been doing over these past couple of years pre, pre-COVID? Oh, pre. Okay. Yeah, what's, what's, what's your jam? What's been going on for those? Well, my jam. Know ya. My jam um, is uh, I'm a cabaret performer, uh, first and foremost. Uh, although the last couple of years has kind of taken a slight detour into uh, musical direction for musical theatre and drag, which is fucking yeah. great because also generally I'm being um, hired by uh, great theatres where you only have to do one job, which is the job that you're hired for, which as you all know, is very rare when you're making your own work. Yeah. Do, you, do you know about it? Have you heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Taylor's old as time, babe. Taylor's old as time. Gorgeous. Go. That is wild. Just, yeah, which is kind of crazy. Like I've been a, you know, Cabaret Carney for almost... 10 years. I think mm-hmm. this year, oh no, next year would be my 10th Adelaide Fringe. This year would be my 10th Edinburgh Fringe. Stop uh, it. Yeah. So basically straight out of uni, I started doing cabaret. always wanted to do it. Start, started in um, playing in bands at the beginning and realised that that wasn't where I was going to be able to be the most theatrical and showy offy, um, which is what I live for. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then I found the cabaret world. Well, actually, I fa- oh my God. So I found my old MySpace page the other day. <gasps> Stop, Stop it. it. Uh, oh yeah. And I was like, whoa. Okay. Because I was advertising for basically for actors to be cabaret performers before I knew that cabaret existed as an actual thing in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. Um, And some people that I know now from the variety scene, like applied for the job. And I was just like, I was, you know, I was 20 or whatever Mm. um, and knew literally next to nothing. Uh And yeah, these people that I know now very well and call like, you know, comrades and friends and colleagues, they uh, like applied to my fucking job for East End Cabaret, which was the duo that I was in. But originally, I wanted it to start as a variety show, which is that why is. the name is what it is. So, um, isn't that strange? That is, yeah, I love that full circle. Uh, uh, it always happens, doesn't it? Uh, it always comes back I just, around. Yeah. I thought I was being new and inventive and trying to do something and reinvigorating something that didn't exist. And then actually, there's like an entire. Industry. Did you invent the cabaret? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fuck. She's like, I'm. They invented a variety show, though. Like that, mm. they were like the first people to like. I like, think so. Mine is called this. So yeah, it's the complete different to any. And you're like, it's just, it's just it's a variety. The same. Show. It's just a. It's, it's just the a same very, format. Yeah, that's people fine. And, 
there's a variety Doing of them. some stuff. I mean, it's oh, good stuff. Good. Don't get me wrong. Hey, but stuff. I love it. Um, but I do love it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I make a lot of the, my actual wine wage from doing that stuff. But and that's the most important thing here, isn't it? That's really what we're in it for. That is true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so weird. What a flashback. Anywho, so yeah, did cabaret for a bunch of time, and then a few years ago started another ensemble called Fringe Wives Club, which yes! was like, I sort of felt like I needed to get. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff that a lot of us, including you two, were talking about mm. at the time. A lot of you know feministy angst that was rearing its head again and again and again, and uh, after making work that was you know super sex positive and queer and fun, but not really it was very character based uh I wanted to make something that was a little bit more authentic I guess but also still in that entertaining kind of way fool yeah. people into thinking that they're coming to something that's just like light and frivolous and fun and then mm. turn it around to be something that is a, like maybe maybe pokes them a little bit you know that's it it's definitely a lesson and it's definitely something that so. you know what you guys provide is a beautiful sequence spangled mm. outfit but yes. also you're like oh but also wait let's think about these issues that actually affect you even though you didn't think that they Absolutely. did you're like so, that doesn't yeah. affect me yeah, yeah right it's yeah. so many people came out of those for like shows even when i was doing them at the end of last year with everything that's happened in mm. um like the political landscape uh coming out of it saying oh i didn't think i was a feminist but actually maybe maybe i am I love it. I was like, I that's it. great. I mean, it's fucking great. Like, and yeah. you wouldn't have come to the show if you thought it was just like, totally. you know, three to five women on stage being like, you know, and Absolutely. we tricked you into coming and now you're on board. So well we done. We tricked you into learning a very You're like feminist mm. superheroes. Like, yeah. Oh. You're just like, thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. I mean, it's mainly the outfits, let's be honest, but also... <laughs> You gotta you gotta work it, you gotta look the part before they get on board. So oh, that's part of anyway. the biz though. You gotta sell it. You gotta sell them before they're there. You gotta oh, sell the concept. Oh. Sell the concept. <laughs> because otherwise who's coming? Who's gonna exactly. learn the lesson? Nobody. Or oh, people that you already them. know who knows the lessons already. So, so they get in with an artist pass and yeah. that's oh, kind of oh, let's not even oh my god. Why? Hi. I mean fine. Sure. I mean, but hey, also it's just buy me a drink for the love of Christ. Um, buy a pin at the end. Yeah, so just a little merch, you know. Anyway, anyway that's fine. Whatever you got. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my trajectory. It's like mm. cabaret, 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 fun times, lots of uh, weird variety shows, doing, I don't know, like hosting circuses and the like weird corporate stuff like the uh, Commonwealth Games, which was weird. Um, and which was weird. Weird. <laughs> oh, <man>. oh god. <laughs> and uh, that might come up later, actually. Please, and please. Um, yeah, like just living in the cabaret carny world for a bunch of years. And then when uh, musical theatre and uh, sort of straight theatre. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's. A, I don't think no. that exists. It's an oxymoron. It's yeah. I sort of went into that when they started being up for the idea of the Carney Cabaret vibe mm. uh, coming onto a main stages, which is cool. So I've done a couple of musicals. I was supposed to do a couple of musicals this year, but obviously, Post obviously, Post Lady Rona. Sad times. Um, but yeah. good news is that they hopefully will still happen. And mm. with that 
sort of fun, weird, a little bit dangerous kind of edge, which doesn't always happen in musical theatre. I love that. Absolutely. I love that that is a a desirable thing for those kinds of theatres now. It's happening. It's happening everywhere. It's really kind of amazing. I've seen it at like the National Theatre and the Old Vic in London, like, and bigger theatres here. There's all like a guy that I'm doing a show with tomorrow, um, who is a a bone breaker and contortionist, was just on stage at the Met in New York at the Met. What? Uh And they hired all Coney Island performers legit. Legit Coney Island performers. Yes. Be, I mean, who does that? Uh, to be on stage uh, for Cosi Fantuti, which is, you know, that is to the max. Yeah, that is amazing. amazing. It's a I love that it's Things kind happening. of, it's like a, speaking of full circle, I love yeah. that everything is going back to that full circle of really embracing the fucking freaks and embracing the weirdness. People are like, I kind of want to see some shit that's weird right now. Like, yes. Yeah. And have? realizing that the, like, that is what your audience wants. Absolutely. I think, I think for a very long time, audiences were underestimated and undervalued in the regard of like, they don't know what they want. They want to see mm. some nice shiny bits and whatever. Yeah. I want like, all the girls that look the same. You have a six foot, Tall one woman. Do you have forty of them? Come on, on stage, let's go. I mean, know? we've seen the rocket. Let's go. All right. High kicks. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. That's um, people are really embracing the. Yeah, women. I feel I like that. it's happening. Which yeah. and it, it's slowly, slowly, but mm. you know, whatever. I think especially do. during these times as well, people are really, really just kind of valuing artists <laughs> and mm. art. Any all. Oh, just, just, right. Yeah. Oh, I care about it. Crazy, yeah. except mm-hmm. the government not keeps. Wait a second. I'm still waiting to find out if I can get job keeper or seeker. Uh, hey. huh? oh, that's so annoying. I've got the um the job seeker people because I was lucky enough to have a, a daytime job mm. that I unfortunately got made redundant. But that oh, I didn't was know very that. Good for me. Huh. Well, it, I mean. Um, I didn't hate it because now I 100% just applied for job seeker stuff. And because I was made redundant for my job, I was like, yeah, I have this. Don't have it anymore. Yeah, that's what that is. Bit of of quiche. Um, And I've got the like job seeker people calling me now being like, we need to set up your job plan for you to apply for jobs. And I am just declining those. Okay. I thought that that was not a thing now that uh, Corona's happening. It's not. They weren't going to. It's not supposed to be. It's not Uh, supposed to be. I've had people, like so many people come up with the same story. I've got a friend who still has two jobs. And when her shop is allowed to open again and her other job is allowed to open again as a wine tour person, she has two jobs and they literally just keep bringing her and being like, hey, you need to apply for this. She's like, but I have two jobs. So what? When when the government oh, opens damn. them, I will have two of them. <laughs> like, what just stop having this money. Jobs, yeah. I'm lucky enough that I'm on the keeper. So like oh, well done. prove yeah. that I'm not earning money, which is really easy. So uh, that's that's fine. That's Did nice. have to do four years of tax though in order to do that. That's why I can't apply for JobKeeper because I'm three years behind on my Australian tax. Damn. I know. And obviously have not done it yet because instead of doing anything productive at the beginning of this, I had a small meltdown and decided to just do gardening instead. 
Yeah. Honestly, I've, I've been seeing your gardening journey on Instagram. It looks wholesome. It looks great. It's, it's so wholesome. wholesome. Yeah. Right? I, I watch your little, you ah. little greenhouse yeah. container moments. I was like, I oh, do. Victoria, stop oh, it. Thank it you. So I'm going it. back to my real farm. I, go, I grew up on a farm in oh, uh, yeah. like country Victoria. I forgot where it was for a second. Which is <laughs> That's hard. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so I thought that maybe, and my mum and dad were very self-sufficient. Like we only went to the supermarket once a month. So kind of similar to Corona. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm, surely I can do this. I look like somebody that knows how to grow beans. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it turns Bummer. out I can. Yay. <laughs> what a surprise. And I'm so proud of it. I go out there every day and look at it. I sifted the oh. dirt, people. Stop. I sifted the dirt. Stop. What do you even mean? <laughs> no dirt Turns can be sifted. You have to sift all the dirt to no. get all the stones out of it. No. Yeah. I did it by hand. Like with a tiny thing. Sifter, Oh, yeah, like, like this. A- Oh, like, like you were panning for gold at yes. Sovereign yes. Hill. Hey! Exactly, exactly. So you both, you know, you know what it is. That's I what love I Sovereign Hill oh, so gosh. much. I yeah, remember going there. Much. Yeah. <laughs> what? I talk about okay. Sovereign Hill daily. All the time. Uh, daily. I feel like that's too often. I, don't I know. you know what? It's, it's COVID, good. man. Look, no judgment. No judgment. Yeah. All I want to do is just go on that little river bit in Sovereign Hill and just pan for gold. Oh. And then get the little glass container and be like this is my gold yes. that I got and then yeah. you get you get to dress up in like the oldie timey clothes and get a photo mm-hmm. I remember you that. can go to the school you can write in the gorgeous oh. calligraphy oh delightful I did a uh, I did a corporate gig at Sovereign Hill one time and all, yes. all shut up people it was the best everyone <laughs> was like carrying around all of the like plates of food and stuff stuff <gasps> was like miners and like old school like just so like, weird like, basically looked like Amish people I was like why yes. am I doing this gig amazing so just singing cover I mean. songs like yeah it's gonna be great Don't but worry. were they like Victorian era or was it just like no, modern right. It was just like a bed, <laughs> wedding bed, like just like a little like, bit of Britney. Sunshine, just like that um, is well weird. I love it. What what Victorian style songs could she have sung, Vic? <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know? I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna say. Oh, wait a sec. Wait, this is Please. this is amazing. Yes, 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 yes. I yes, did. Yes. I did leave the house today, which is uh, a first I for. Uh, so I know. I'm yeah. Sorry. Right. Thank you so much. She could have sung any of the songs on this Fanny Bryce album that I happened to buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't yeah. believe this came up. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like, you know, music hall songs, such, oh, they're so, oh, they're a little bit racist. Oh, no. Was, it was really all a little bit racist. <laughs> okay, look, there's, you know, Secondhand Rose. There's a song called Mrs. Cohen at the Beach. Oh, um, classic. There's uh, track three, side two is, Oi, how I hate that fellow Nathan. <laughs> And uh, there's also Cooking Breakfast for the One I Love, followed <sighs> by My Man, mm, obviously. obviously. Wow. The Shake of Avenue B. There's one just called I'm an Indian. Right. <laughs> I'm an Indian. A bit of a lie. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say she um, doesn't. 
looks <laughs> like one for anybody that's listening just google a picture of fanny bryce yeah fanny bryce um and this uh, this visual will be available uh on the internet <laughs> yep and if you yeah. want to see fanny bryce <laughs> She's got a, I, I would describe that as a serial killer smile. Uh, <laughs> Look, there's a lot of bio. I'll take a picture and put it up on Instagram. Oh, there's yeah, a please. lot of bio. We need it. Please. A lot of bio. Um, anyway, actually... you could have done any of those subs. <laughs> oh, that, you know, just do all side A, all yeah, side B. There's a lot there. Uh, Choice. Yeah. <laughs> rep, rep, repertoire, repertoire. Really I know you requested Nut Bush, but what I'm going to do is uh, that fellow Nathan. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> mm, mm. Also, no, Masha, Masha. An Indian. Masha. <laughs> I love that. I love oh, that for you. It's not okay, I think. It isn't too. at all. Like but okay. they were terrible times. <laughs> they were not incorrect, they were incorrect times. They were very um, But I do fucking love musicals. So, you know, at the end of the day, there were some huge and terrible mistakes, but also mm. a lot of banjolele, which I enjoy. I love a good banjolele. I know. Quick question for those out there that don't know. How many bloody instruments can you play? Because every time <laughs> I you, you're like, there's this one and this one. I was like, I didn't even know that one existed. What is that? <laughs> Legitimately, uh, the way I describe Vicky to anyone that hasn't met Vicky, I'm okay. like... Vicky Falconer. Um, oh, do you know what? No, no, she's in this. She's in this. She can play every instrument except the guitar, but she's learning the guitar because I it on now. <laughs> Literally, ah. I was like, but now she can play. She plays the theremin with her tongue. Yes. You know, Vicky. Oh, oh. Yes. I, oh, I do. Because also it disguises the fact that I'm not actually very good at it, which is great. <laughs> um, shh, don't tell anybody. Oh, no, it's a podcast. Okay. Um, I play... Well, there's a conveniently located, fuck, it's heavy, uh, accordion. That's right. Oh. And oh, it's just out of the frame. Uh, so accordion, violin, piano, musical saw, uh, theremin. Mm. Uh, flute. I played the flute in the show that I was in, Insane Animals, which uh, I'm not great at, but I can get away with. Uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> it was not okay. Um, uh, I, although... I've just been listening to a bunch of 70s music, like disco music, and flute, every time it appears, is the bomb. Oh, oh so good. Right? It's so, the, the hustle. I oh, mean, every time. Nice. Um, yeah, I know. I need to learn it better. Now I can play guitar. I can play bass a tiny bit, but not really. Don't tell any bass players that I can play bass. Um, <laughs> and no, don't. Don't yeah, do it. Don't go. I've told Alana. Alana already thinks. <laughs> oh, no. She's going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh yeah that's kind of it that's my main shizzle yeah that's not many that's nah. pretty yeah. unimpressive for I'm anyone ever yep, 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 yep. love that you just pop in the violin like that's a casual instrument you just I pick am. up and you give a but, whirl but i know if I, I did it that video the other like week or whenever it was and mm. people didn't know i forgot that people didn't know because it's like the thing that i learned all the way through high school and most of yeah. uni and i just it's very hard to work it into a cabaret act mm. oh yeah oh there's a couple of other things but it doesn't matter uh, <laughs> it's not important my first instrument was the organ though so that's even harder um, to work into cabaret yeah yeah i think there's just many bring an organ <laughs> to the show yeah no <laughs> Maybe like a organ grinder organ, like a hurdy gurdy style thing. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Not a bit nice. Oh, um, yeah, that's it though. Oh, <laughs> there we go. 
I love that that is just your repertoire of uh, instruments. Yeah, no, I literally, that's how I explain you to my partner, actually. I was like, Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. Vicky." You know her. Yeah. um, You haven't met her. Maybe you've seen her. She plays every instrument in the world. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. Actually, wandering around, um, because I'm in Perth now. I live in Perth now. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, that's (laughs) some time. I, I'm, that's the first place I'm going to after this lockdown. So. What? That's amazing. Yeah. I live in Frio and I literally have a three-level house. It's, I don't, I don't know how I did this. What you know you how things, I just, things just happen well for me. Yes, I have all the three, time. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I just have a three-story okay. townhouse <laughs> in the heart of Fremantle. Yeah. What? Corona has been so hard. hard. Oh my god, it's so tricky for me to do. I'll die. Yeah, no, it's actually. I feel like it's going to be difficult for people to discern between our three voices on this podcast. (laughs) We do sound very (laughs) similar. It's all of us. (laughs) Know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's just one very talented woman (laughs) having a conversation with herself. One. I wouldn't hate that. That is. I wouldn't either. Honestly. I would find it impressive. Holly would get coven, ticket you know. sales, wouldn't we? Mm. Gorgeous. If there were tickets to be had. So holy shit, you're in Perth. I am in Perth. That is that is a correct thing. I'm in Perth. Can't remember why I was saying it. Yes, I'm in Perth, walking around Perth. Mm as you do because things are a bit open but it's Perth so everything shuts at like four it's very con- so the same as usual <laughs> well all oh, right <laughs> I had to go out for dinner last night just ah, fuck it was a shit but anyway I was walking around Perth and there was your face just on a poster what? yeah like an old fringe poster I was <laughs> like Georgia that's Vicky <laughs> just you were just there she was like oh okay it was okay. I was no like, that's, way. that's my, that's my also, pal. Though, that's they have it. not been in Perth for like a couple of years. <laughs> Let's just say it was an older poster. But that's great. Yeah, it was God. an older poster. It had been that's like, it. you know, when they kind of take down the posters and it was just yeah. like your face perfectly framed. I was like, oh. hey. Ghost poster. <laughs> just off James Street. Oh, right in the thick of it, though. Oh, darling. That's exactly where I want to be. Well, yeah. I'm, apparently, I'm going to be there from maybe the end of September. Oh, fuck yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. That. As long as everything works yeah. out. But Well, I mean, as long as no one else dies from coronavirus. But... Uh, now, I thought you just were about to break into Amazing Grace, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I am now, a lapsed Catholic. It's not a thing. Ah, lapsed Catholic. That is also a good name for this podcast. I'll sift mm. through it. I'll yeah, see what's true. Got, All right, we've got gold, gold, gold nuggets everywhere. Constantly. Oh, kind of like Sovereign Hill. <gasps> exactly. Mm. Oh, how I dream of a, of a day when I could visit Sovereign Hill. It's anyway. weird how much so you Oh, weird, right? She's I don't get it. not that weird. I got, that, I got pretty bored after I put on the clothes. Dude, it's such a fun interactive time. Like you are in, you know what? I don't have to. I don't have to convince you of it. Yeah, I like, love that you're ready. You're willing to like die on this hill. I really am. Yeah. That just, was accidental. <laughs> God, somebody put me on the stage. Oh my God, somebody buy a ticket, please. Please. Good, 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 great. Vicky, speaking of buying tickets, we do a little bit here. Mm. We want to know a few things about you. 
So Ready. we have a question. What was, what is a moment in time of your career that has been, you know, maybe a favorite moment, your best moment on stage? It doesn't have to be, um, you know, uh, the big crowd, or, but what's one of your favorite, most favorite times? It may have been a backstage moment or. Mm-hmm. Dirty, too dirty. Can't talk about it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me think. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Best, best is, fuck. It's like. There, are, I don't know. We live in a world where it's uh, every time you get on stage feels like the best moment, right? You're like, this is great, people love me, thank you so much. Um, I'm the queen. Uh, but okay, so maybe maybe two or three years ago, um, I had done a couple of MD jobs, but um, uh, like a, a couple of big ones at Edinburgh Fringe, but nothing in London. And Johnny Wu, who is an amazing icon of mm. drag internationally and runs the, the glory in London, has done a lot of stuff here. He's brilliant. You know him. Um, he's a genius. Uh, he asked me to be the MD for uh, a couple of shows for the glory, which included his Unroyal Variety Show, which mm. is an alternative to the Royal Variety Show. Uh, happens at Hackney Empire, which I used to live used to live in uh, east london in hackney mm. so it's been one of, it's one of those venues that you know you move to a town you see that venue you're like one day uh-huh. yeah i'm gonna get there i'm gonna be there <laughs> yeah exactly i'm gonna tell my mama that whole thing it's i feel it it's gonna happen <laughs> um and then also uh after i well while i was in uni and after i left uni i worked at the national theater uh, in London, which is the big brutalist building that everybody knows and internationally famous, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I ran the cafe, the espresso oh, bar there. Mm-hmm. What a gorgeous inn. Iconic job, yeah. Um, and I also was the first ever sustainability manager there because oh. they did not care for environmental stuff. Wow. And then I was like, hey, guys, maybe we should recycle sometimes. Uh, yeah, wow. I know. Oh but a lot of them had been there since the 70s, so they didn't really care. Wow. Um, so my legacy at this this iconic building in the world is the recycling bins, which I designed and got made. Ah, I know. That they still exist there, which I'm very proud of. That's really However, cool. Right? That's I don't know. Nice. Yeah, it's true. I was also That's in nice. charge of pest control. So it's not all like super uh, glamorous. However, huh? I also made the decision, side note, um, <laughs> to get uh, a falconer, which is my last name, in to do deal with the pigeons because there's a big pigeon issue there. Big pigeon issue. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so they had Ooh. nets around and pigeons would fly into these nets and like die and hang in there. And oh, then no. there was like a, a building that was run by IBM next door and they would call us and be like, we could see your dead pigeons. And it would be really bad. We'd have to get rid of them. So... You can see your dead pigeons. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a joke. That's literally what happened. Wow. And I would be the one to field those calls. Not cool. So I mm. was like, how do I deal with pigeons in a, an environmental and also exotic way? Mm. Because that's everything i am and right you know what i'm saying so i found out that if you get a falcon in to come and menace the pigeons they don't they don't kill them unless they have a other story um yeah uh bad time um (laughs) but if you get them in to like fly around the building then the pigeons disappear you don't have to kill them i know so then i got this falconer guy in 
And you can imagine he's an unusual fellow. Because oh, yeah. he has a truck full of birds, killing, <laughs> killing birds. They all have tiny masks on. Oh, <laughs> it'll get it's like, uh, it's ah. like eyes wide shut, but like the, <laughs> the like predator bird scenario and they're all in a truck. Anyway, this is my life. Truck. Um, yeah, so then oh, he turns up, he's got his, now. yeah. I wish, oh fuck, I wish I had just for so the lols. are married now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I, I mean, I am with somebody that loves birds, but not the killer birds, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, Quite that much, yeah. Why? Right. Um, but yeah, so then I got the falcons in to look after the pigeons and, and no, the rest is history. I don't know why I went on I this tangent. Uh, I was talking about, yeah, yeah, okay. So, favorite <laughs> building, fuck. Sorry, I'm day drinking, like, and I'm saying it as if that doesn't happen every day, but it does. No, it's such a rarity. Uh, I'm not coping with my feelings through booze. Uh, so, yeah, right? You understand what I'm saying. Oh, girl, I you know, Tasha, you. Tasha, she's on board. She's on board. Open yes. my second bottle of wine. Don't I mean, <laughs> it's time. I feel like it might be time. I just, just checked the watch. Time. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is okay at this time. Everything is uh, Right, so uh, then uh, after I stopped working there, after years of working in the cabaret uh, vibe and industry there, then eventually I got this job. Johnny Wu got me this, like gave me this amazing MD job and part of it was MDing the glory on uh, a stage that was called the River Stage at the National Theatre. So it was amazing. I got to work at the theatre that I had been a lowly barista slash falcon whisperer at. Um, Right? And Very true, thank you. (laughs) And the dressing rooms that I was in charge of getting rid of the mice from, I was actually using as a dressing room. Like, these were the dressing rooms that I was in charge of cleaning. And I was like... This I'm actually I'm actually the thing that I want to be in yeah. this building finally. Yeah, and it's iconic, and it was a amazing show. Like summertime, wow. the entirety of outside the theater between the building and the river, the Thames was rammed full, and we were playing great songs. Blah blah blah. Like I'd run oh. the band. Ah, oh. oh. it was a joy. It was a joy. Gorgeous. So, yeah. and that was pretty good. And then the same thing happened at Hackney Empire, although I hadn't been in charge of the like mice and pigeon killing before. The though, so yeah. different. But yeah. still a dream come true. Of different course. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I that's don't know. Like, Maybe that's, that's, that's the it. ultimate like you know, work for your goals story, I think. Like that is every that's like burlesque the movie when she works oh, the bar classic. and then on the stage, you know. Oh I'm yes. Saying? Oh yes. What's I watched Coyote one? Ugly when I was a child. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know it. Don't yeah, worry honestly, about it. Can't find watched, the moonlight. <laughs> I watched Coyote Ugly as an adult. I mean so. as you I mean, a daily. Really? Not as yeah. a child. Coyote Ugly was like, you know, the way I was I sixteen. My life. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's I. You have what? watched it from a child is right. what I meant. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, sorry, gotcha. I was like, can't I? Yeah, dude, you're younger than me. You should yeah. definitely watched it a, a bunch of times. Oh my god, yeah. so excellent. That's so that's so brilliant. Got like, it. um I really like those moments where I think we've all experienced those things where you've you know, you've been the shit kicker, so to speak, or that person that you're like, one day I'm gonna get me up on that stage, mama. 
And then you actually do the thing and you're like, wow, this is kind of weird for me. But yeah, and, and you don't want to make a big deal out of it, but actually mm. it's a big deal. Internally, you're like, you don't understand the things I've seen to get here. <laughs> yeah. The I've pigeons seen. I've killed. Like, yeah. <laughs> Falcons accidentally killing pigeon babies and then dropping them from a great height into a crowd of American school children. Very good. I've seen that. <laughs> It was not okay. The teacher was upset. They were upset. Honestly, there's no consent form for that. There is no permission slip for that kind of activity. There isn't. There isn't. There is now. There is now. It's called the Falconer. No, that's right. I wish. I love that shit. That's brilliant. And I mean, yeah, that's a nice, I feel like this whole, the reoccurring theme of this podcast is a nice full circle. I think yeah, it's, right? yeah, that's yeah, nice. We didn't Speaking plan it. It just happened. We didn't plan it. We're just here and we're oh, drinking wow. and it's happening. Wow. That's how most of our shows happen. Anyway, that, I've so. listened and I love it. It oh, makes man. me feel like I'm in a dressing room, act like kind of pretending to put on my makeup, but actually listening to what you're saying. I that's that. the whole point. You it really, it sounds like us. that. I miss my friends, so I listened to your all of your podcasts <laughs> while I was gardening in one day. Stop. I did. I that did. is so cute. Thank yeah. you for listening it to was, It was very good. It was kind of like, yeah, like I was back at work and hearing everybody do the thing. Yeah. And for everybody who doesn't have this incredible glamorous life, they can pretend that they're in the dressing room, maybe outside the door. I don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, God, I love them so much. What you are they know. doing? It's yeah. a bit of an insight into this weird and wonderful world that I feel like, you know, we are like, oh, yeah, this is our life. But people are like, what do you even mean? Yeah, they don't get it. Even me. Centrelink doesn't get it. No, Centrelink does not get it at all. They're not even trying to get it. (laughs) They don't even know. (laughs) Now, uh, Victoria. Yes. Tell us about your beautiful moment. Much like anything with uh, good comes bad, black comes Mm. white, death comes white. What is it's the circle of life? Um, It will be Elton John, you know. I well, you know, I'm the glasses for it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. I saw Elton. Oh god, I cried. <laughs> cried for forty minutes. When he played Tiny, I saw Elton John. Oh. Wait, what? In Melbourne. Wow. And I was so close to him that I could like see the details on his person, like his <gasps> face. I saw it. I wasn't like, what? Is he- <laughs> I was like, yo, what's up, babe? You look great. Your rhinestones are popping tonight. And he played Tiny Dancer and I was like. (gasps) Which is undoubtedly one of the greatest songs of all time. I don't care what anybody else says. That's a fucking good song. Honestly, I have two, like, two go-to favourite songs. And I've said this for years. One of them is Tiny Dancer by Elton John. And one of them is Little Wing by fucking Jimmy. (gasps) Oh, wow. Yes, I almost lost my virginity to that song. Ooh. Almost. A little wing. But then oh. I chose uh, Roller Coaster by Machine Gun Palacio, which I feel like is the best choice. <laughs> you know what? In my um, mind, I thought it was that you didn't like go through with it. I was like, oh, you know, he kind of got in and then <laughs> Yeah, like I was just like, a little bit almost. Oh, no, no. 
I was just very, very just... like specific about what song I Absolutely. wanted to do. So I had it all programmed and I had to choose wow. the time. Yeah. I like that you said programmed like back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> on my CD. On, on my, my mix CD. CD yeah, that had <laughs> this mix CD had all of the songs that I potentially wanted to use <gasps> my virginity to. Victoria. I know. At least it all happened within a song, though. Like, I had to try, like, eight times until I actually lost my virginity. We were just oh, doing nice. a good time. Uh, what? A lot. Yeah. Got to get the vaso, babe. Got to yeah. get the We didn't know. <laughs> no, we didn't realise. No, nobody talks about lube aside no. from Puberty Blues. Like, this oh. is the thing that I want to communicate that wasn't in Fringe Wives, and I regret it, Ooh. is that people do not talk about the fact that lube is fine and not shameful. Oh. Do you think that oh people don't talk about lube because of that whole it should already be wet? Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Because sometimes you're really fucking into it and you're really horny and you're yeah. good to go. But sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And I can't control it. I don't know how it happens. Whatever. I don't well, understand. I, I don't also a lot, you know. I'm dehydrated right? most of my life. Like, <laughs> I don't have excess fluid. There's mm-hmm. no fluid. Oh, like I need God, it to yeah. live. Exactly. Just throw some wine down there. I need it to there. moisten my eyes. Oh, no. I don't I hate the wine vibe. Have you yep. made wine lube yet, guys? I think this is oh a God. merch. I mean, I've heard of weed lube, which kind of works, but not really. Wine um, lube? Like, wow. Yeah, wine lube, I think, could work. How have we not? Honestly, how have we what not? What I'm saying talked? is market it now. That I will take 10 saying is patent pending, patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. Thank you. If you know how to invent wine lube, please get in touch with us at our email mm. address. Tash is one butt at gmail.com. <laughs> Wait, and what? I'll repeat, that is the letter one. That's <laughs> right. The letter one. Tash Wait. one butt at gmail.com. Is that real? Is yeah, that's our, that's that's our, our email, address. email address. Yeah. Vic, that is I'm so... fine with that. I have no questions. No further no, questions. No, no, Thank no. you. That's all you need to know. That is our email address. Yeah. People have sent in emails. Um, one of them was uh, we deleted. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently emailing you. With Thank you so much. On one <laughs> It's happening right now. I love it. I love it so much. Tash is one, the number one, but at Gmail. But with two T's? Yes, yes. Everything is spelled correctly and it is the number one. Noted. Sorry, just on the wine lube, like the red wine lube, red wine lube. Wow, that's hard to say. Um, Red wine lube. Yeah. You can put it down there and like freak out, you know, guys who can't deal with having <gasps> like sex with you on your period. That's like their training yes. wheels into it. Oh, I like, love that. Go get drunk, get used to it. And then Just give I'm it a go. Oh, I'm on my period. Let's fucking go for it. You know what's weird? Ladies don't mind. No. No. That, why? Honestly. Why would we? Not a big deal. I've never. It's not. It's never been a what? problem. If you mind, get over yourself. Grow up. Yeah. Agreed. Know, grow up. Yeah. yeah. No, I have broken up with people for not being oh. down with it. Bullshit. That is like, fair enough because yeah. chill out and grow up and just. Yeah. It's really it? not that bad also. I'm the most horny ever when I'm on my period. Oh, my oh God. So thank you. Hormone. That's scientific. Oh, it's a scientific hormone. fact yeah. that you will be hornier when you're on your period right. than when you're not. So, you so if anyone's... Off, that's when you're going to do it, right? Uh-huh. That's it. Also, that's it. inbuilt lube, you know? Come on. Also, Correct. something that I have discovered of late, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
maybe it's too much information. For so people. ready for this. Ready <laughs> for it. If it's not, if it is, I don't care. Moon cup sex. Oh, wait. Oh. What? Wait. I'm in a same-sex relationship. My girlfriend and I mm. have mm. discovered that moon cup sex really adds wow. a certain type of pressure. I could imagine. Oh. And I have not done it, but I will now immediately want Blissima. to do it. Yeah. Honestly, Blissima. That makes yep. so much sense. It really does. We so it's kind of like having like an egg in or something. Yeah, mm. that's exactly what it is. Same because deal. It, also, because it's silicone, it kind of molds and Mold. bends, and you know, it's not like interesting. I'm going to it will mold to your body. Sorry, but then it sorry, adds. Moon cup. Was that the moon <laughs> cup talking? I'm realizing that I'm there. I'm like, is that what you imagine what is happening inside your vagina when you have an egg in there? Is that it looks like that? Just Okay, so what had happened was <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Face. I'm ready for oh. what happened was for everyone that's not watching this, okay. I was, you know, spilling some gorgeous, some Wait. gorgeous gay secrets right now. Do and I again, did and do it again. Like, take a photo. photo <laughs> if anyone's seen Bridesmaids where she's impersonating the shape of a penis and balls, when she's like, I can't be round because I have elbows. That's kind of what I did. So this is okay, and again. this is the egg. Yep, go there. <laughs> Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> I have it. It's on my Instagram for anybody who wish to have a visual. God, it's like a spider and a gremlin and Quasimodo. All like the facial is yeah. not necessary, but I'm into it. But I think that it really added a certain je ne sais quoi. I just thought I could tell it was an egg. That's that's the scariest part. Both of you knew. So that's all I'm saying. No, no, That's what it all is. I'm saying. Also, talking of moon cups, mm. I lost mine in the house somewhere. I don't know where it is. Okay. It's confusing. It's somewhere. I live with boys, so they probably don't know what it is. And using it as it's like gone. A yeah, or maybe a shot glass. I don't know. A tiny oh, hat could be yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. Oh, um, I don't know where it is. It's gone. Anyway, I went to six, not a lie, six chemists in Adelaide trying to find a new one. Yeah. Nada. Why isn't this a thing that is available? Where do I find one here? Adelaide. Tell me where to buy your moon cups because I don't like it not having one. And I love them so much. I think that you have to go to the internet, if I'm honest. But the postage. uh, I know. It's going to take ages. (laughs) It takes ages. (laughs) I I, I need it now. Uh, Come on. would, Would any... Of the like sex, no, that's not really a sex shop thing, is it? I mean, unless oh, until they clue on to your vibe, exactly. yeah, yeah. Honestly, all I'm saying, I get it. Moon cup sex, and I'm talking in a super gay way. Oh, don't yeah. try and fucking cram a dick in there with the moon. Oh. It's not oh, gonna well, work. There's too much in there. You that's can't, like you can't get past it. That much hold, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, yeah, God, it's Bellissimo. Really, get it, get onto that. That's nice. Mm, good to know. Yeah, yeah good it's a very full experience. So we're yeah. getting we're getting there, but we went on quite the tangent. <laughs> Please help us get back on track. <laughs> quite. Let's talk about moon cups. I'm we're sorry. talking about moon cups. Uh, we're moon talking cups. about. <laughs> we're talking about your best moment. Now we would like hmm. to know 
the flip it and reverse it side of that. So what has been either your weirdest, worst, or most uncomfortable, or just like, nah, not doing this anymore, peace out, bye. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been at the point where I'm like, this is terrible, goodbye. Mm -hmm. I've been like, this is a part of the job and it happens, you know, it's kind of those corporate events where you're like, nobody cares, everybody hates you. What is the point of being here? Actually, with uh, the duo that I had that was very, uh, like all the songs were very sexual, we accidentally got booked. I don't know how it happened. Maybe because I think because we were like, we did this TV spot in the UK. So then people gave us these weird bookings, which was cool money, but also not quite appropriate. Yeah, no, it quite Mm. indeed. Yes, it was the correct uh, gesture there. Um, But uh, uh, we found out that we were at this charity event where we were uh, hosting and Mm. doing various dirty songs. uh, And it turned out that the table directly in front of us was all uh, nuns and and a bishop. Uh, oh, good. Mm. Yeah, so they did not applaud That's much not at all. That's, you know, which was a time. Um, but also, like, it was, that was kind of fun. Actually, weirdly related to the moon cup sitch, in my last show, Glittergrass, we all wore completely white outfits. And I tell yes. you what, when you're on your period, you definitely think that, something is about to happen oh, yeah. i am 35 years old and yeah. i've had my period for a long time and mm. i'm still like wait oh no it's coming it's i don't know i'm wearing an entirely white outfit this is bad this is mm. really bad um yeah and i during the show luckily i sit at the piano for some of it so i could oh. just like second have, have a, a little look down nah, just have sweat. a check have a small check <laughs> Check it out. Just a sweaty puss. Nah, that's yeah, sweaty puss. just sweaty. Just sweaty. Nothing. That's normal. That's fine. Um, yeah, just as long as it's not the visual. It's oh, no yeah. one wants the visual. Well, Although no. it was a feminist show, so it kind of would have been a great political statement. It would have actually been a great time if you all yeah. just free bleed uh, on Which stage. I do on a regular occasion just because, I don't know, I'm lazy. Uh, but Same. Same. Yeah, it, yeah, right? But... Yeah, that was a little bit stressful. Yeah, that's it was fair. also that's our press night. So ah! that's <laughs> terrifying. Just yeah, a no. switch. Yeah, oh, no. Especially in oh. white. It's just never the same again. No, it's really oh. not. And it was it was sequined white mm. as well. Mm. You sequined can't bleach that. White. You're not bleaching it back to what it was. Absolutely. No. And just pass away. Look, I know it's not that bad, but also it was kind of bad. You know but also, mean? I don't want to get it all, my costume all, you know, in mm. a mess. Oh, yeah. Exactly. No. People think you're being political when maybe you're not being political. Maybe you're just like, I was trying to have a nice sit down. Oh. No. You don't wash it. You just put it in the sun. Ah. Ah. A bit of Febreze, a bit of sunlight. Yeah. I think it's fine. That's what happens, right? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. how you go. Everyone? Everyone? Okay. Naked Wines gives you direct access to over 55 of Australia and New Zealand's best winemakers. They believe in connecting wine drinkers directly to these award-winning winemakers because it's better for everyone. Talented, independent winemakers get the support and funding they need to make the best wine they've ever made. The wine drinkers who support them get exclusive access to those wines at discounted prices. Their mission is to change the way the whole wine industry works for the benefit of both the wine drinkers and the winemakers. 
anyone can order from Naked's almost all-Australian online range. But the best value kicks in when you sign up to be an angel. Angel members are those who top up their accounts with $40 a month to create a stash to spend on wine when they feel like it. The Top Up helps fund the winemakers who work with Naked, and in return, angels get to buy wine at a much lower price. Want to check them out? Use the code FWB, friends with benefits, and the password podcast, or go to www.nakedwines.com.au forward slash FWB for a $100 voucher for you to use anywhere on their site. All right, so we've talked about your greatest moment. We've talked about a moment that was perhaps a little bit less great. Tricky. Tricky. Not quite. Tricky. You know, not ideal. But listen. No. Yes. Uh, And what we love to talk about uh, on this podcast, because that was kind of the whole reason why we started it in the first place, was, uh, you know, obviously this industry is grueling. Sometimes it's, you know, tough. Sometimes it's thankless. Mm. And, uh, you know, when your head, when your little voice inside your head starts Mm. singing or as we like to call it, your inner saboteur. Inner saboteur. Inner saboteur. Make a theme song. It's oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> we should. We yeah, you should. Saboteur. We can. Oh. We will. Yeah. Um, when that gets going in your head, though, like which, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm sure it happens mm. to and the worst times. What, what is it that you do to, to combat it? What happens? Like, what's the process for you? Okay, so I shouldn't just say drink, right? Mm, no I mean yeah sure okay, but I mean no, no. Uh, but I mean a little bit but also yeah. I don't know I just kind of think it's it's kind of like a quick CV check mm-hmm. you know you're like what have I done what do I want to do what are my ideas do I care about these ideas enough to essentially die on the hill for them then mm-hmm. if that's a yes then I think you're doing what you want to do mm-hmm. I, I and also imagine yourself somewhere else like I thought I would, like, when I was in uni, I ran a pub. I was the youngest pub landlady in the UK. Yes. Wow. I love that. And so fitting. Can you imagine? I know. I had a guy with a machete at my door at one point. Like, it was like a really brutal pub. Um, I I don't know, because I kicked him out. And, like, I've had, you know, I like, so when I was, getting. this is like 19, 20 years old. Mm. Um, and I, A, had that guy with the machete that came to the door and I had to call the cops and bar all the doors and lock everybody in. Right. And then like I was kicking another woman out with her husband and she kicked off and like literally did the bottle smash at me. Yeah. London, right? right? It's like EastEnders. Oh. Have you ever watched that? Oh, it's back yeah. It's real. Okay, fuck yeah. I'm gonna finish my pint or I'm gonna fucking kill you. Anyway, yeah, they love it. Um, so I kind of, at the time when I was doing an arts degree and running a pub at the same time, I was like, let's think about which is the most likely scenario. I'm gonna run a pub for the rest of my life. Right. Cool. I know people that do that, whatever. I'm like a character. I used to only hire hot girls, and that sounds really misogynistic, but also, it's a very profitable marketing uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thing. And also, they, I wanted to have cool women learning how to mix amazing drinks because, Fuck yeah. like, there is, like, this is, you know, more than 10 years ago. There was obviously lots of amazing bartenders then, but mostly you think of an amazing bartender and you think of a man. 
Mm. So, a man with a giant mustache and a exactly like, so. oh, some sort of yeah, yeah exactly yeah maybe suspenders exactly but I wanted to have these women who were incredible young beautiful go-getters to like learn how to yeah. mix amazing because a oh, yeah. it's not that hard it's and really b not. it doesn't weirdly for some reason it doesn't happen that much so that was my vibe. I was like, this is what it's, this, this is what it is now mm-hmm. forever, I guess. Uh, and what changed it? I think that I had started performing when I was three and I was doing an arts course and I knew that that wasn't going to be it forever. Hmm. What was the question again? What, what changed it from the pub? What changed from pub? Yeah. What changed from pub to like performing? Like, you know, because you had that mindset of like, well, this is it. Like, did yeah. you? Yeah. I think it was when, so this pub that I had, I was running had uh, previously in the 60s been a very influential uh, jazz pub. Oh, cool. And Sick. for the 20 years pre, uh, between then and when I was running it, nobody really spoke about it. I found a bunch of amazing signed pictures in the basement and yeah and it wasn't like you know very well known jazz people but it was in Ealing in West London and the Ealing Jazz Festival is quite well known so I looked up these guys um who were in the pictures and Mm. it turned out they were all still alive fucking almost dead but still alive but yeah yeah still doing their thing and I got them in to do like a ah. here we go. Let's bring the jazz back into the pub. Yes, it was mainly known as a drug pub, but different vibe, you know, different vibe now. It's going to be yeah. a gastro pub, and this is what it is. We're going to have some jazz on a Sunday. Like Love it. nice people. Yes. And so they came in, and there was one guy, and I don't remember his name, which is terrible, but he was. Essentially, he had, I think he had Parkinson's or something similar where he couldn't necessarily control his movements. Aside when, like, he, when he was at the piano, Stop. he could nail these Stop. incredible passages that I was like, I couldn't even dream mm-hmm. of doing that. And it was amazing to watch because he was like this old, decrepit man. And then you stick him at a piano and fuck me, he was like a gun. And... They found out that I sang a little bit and I did something like Blue Moon or yeah. uh, Black Coffee or something like, you know, one yeah. of those standards with them. Yeah. And it was such a fucking great time. Fuck like, yeah. Oh, wait a second. Maybe this is great and I huh. love it and forever would imagine that maybe one day I might go back to that. But I would like to play in front of people doing fun stuff with cool people. And that's, I think, why I've always loved to collaborate yeah. with people. Because that's like, what I, I will jump off other people's energy all the time. Yes, I love Absolutely. that. And like try and feed it back in. It's, yeah. I think it's Excellent. such a weird time. Such a weird thing. God, they're probably dead now. I don't know. Honestly, probably <laughs> if they were that decrepit. Like, let's be real about it. I love that sort of image of that man who, you know, has has lived a life and had truly yeah. withered away, but get him in front of a piano and he's like... It was like game. watching a miracle, like a miracle. That's I incredible. cannot overestimate, like, how much that I just did not know. Like, it's... And gross as it is, it's like the power of music to be able oh. to... Oh, make no, somebody remit, like, and gross. your body, it's in your body, it's in yeah. your mind, it's in everything. It is, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It was phenomenal to watch. Phenomenal. That's beautiful. I love that. And I love that you bought 
jazz back to the pub. That's really great. Hey, also, I mean, I haven't checked for a while, but at least uh, like three or four years ago, they were still doing it. So it's like, Fuck yeah, jazz on a Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Know about it. Legacy, motherfuckers. Know about it. You implemented recycling. You mm-hmm. implemented jazz on a Sunday. Fuck everyone. You did it. That's she it. it. Everywhere she goes, she leaves. Oh my mark. god! It's, it. I mean, it may not be cool, but it's a thing. It's, it's, I think fun. it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, jazz and recycling. Also, I definitely am not in any way very good at jazz. I know a bunch <laughs> of jazz musicians here, and I'm constantly pretending that I know what jazz is, and I just don't. Just I don't a one, two, three, four. And that's the whole point of jazz. Re- oh God! It's, it's just like dudes thing. wanking yeah. in a room. With instruments. Everyone's Dude. pretending no. like they know. Ugh, is that males in a room counting off beat and thinking yeah. it's music. I don't know. You and know going like, drunk mind in music. That's what it is. Like, yeah, right. it's just, yeah, it's, it's everyone when you're drunk and you think you know everything, you think you've got all the answers to the world. It's exactly that. But as a oh music form. It is. There, is. there is that thing that they say that people <laughs> I that love that. jazz are more intelligent because they can understand the rhythms Ooh. and beats of the off blah. And I love jazz. It's like math. Remarkable. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. I believe that. I love jazz and Sovereign Hill. My name's Betty Bob. <laughs> Look at my kimono. This is what I wear. I didn't realize. I I say that, but I'm also wearing one, so it's like really terrible. (laughs) I was like, "What if on mine? Fuck her, right? Cool guys, don't worry." (laughs) Um, yeah, we had like a group chat, but we we like didn't add you in it. Yeah, we just decided. No, I just don't (laughs) like wearing clothes that are form fitting anymore. Yeah, that's honestly, I um I taught a class before this, and I put this teaching kimono on. And I <laughs> You're such a teacher. Oh my I know. god! In that I know. kimono, it's mm. so like, hello, everybody. We like come and kneel at my goodness, and I will. I do wish you have taught us. Lay it on you, though. That would like really. <gasps> Yeah. You know what, Tash? I'm not just going to be what you want me to be. I'm going to be my own. Okay. Anyway. Wait, isn't that that kimono from like a Perth designer? I feel like I recognize it. Are you being serious or did you hear what I said earlier? No, I'm serious. (laughs) Really? Because it is from a Perth designer. (laughs) Yeah, because my fringe wife, Tess, has a very similar shirt. With okay. the same design, I'm just saying. Okay, so what had happened was oh, I came, I came to Perth <laughs> to visit my gorgeous love of my life. Uh, hence why I moved here. Sexy, but gorgeous. She's everything. It's fine. Mm. Oh my god. But I, she uh, is studying to be a teacher, so she popped into uni to do a quick little cheeky something. And I was like, I'll go for a shot. So I'm walking around Fremantle, and I walk into this store, and I was like, it's gorgeous. Look at it all. And I put this kimono on and there happened to be, it's not a kimono whatsoever, by the way. It's just a robe. Just want to Oh, okay. Apologies. Um, it just has a big sleeve. That's it. Um, it's a, but it's, it's a kimono. It's a robe. I want to call it <laughs> kimono because I like saying the words kimono. Kimono. Like, so, can I get a taco with no jalapenos in my kimono? That's what is. That's what's going on. I can't talk to you anymore. Too much, Kath and Kim. Too much. I hear that a lot. I hear yeah. that a I lot. Just, I must leave. Okay. 
No, it's true story. I walked into this gorgeous little boutique. I put this on and there's actually, I've got like a matching kind of crop top situation that you can wear with it. It's like a it. cute little high-waisted pant moment. Oh. Yeah, it was not cheap. I want to tell you, I want to really emphasize how much money I spent on this. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. so much money. I feel like I've looked at it and been like, that's not for me. Yeah. I yeah. remember when you came back. Ah! we were and you came back from Perth or whatever and you were like I was like oh this is cool you keep wearing this a lot like I love it and you were like that's because it cost me all of my money and I need to wear it every day to (laughs) make it cost per wear cost per wear she literally wore it every second day for like two weeks and I was like girl you're really loving that kimono situation (laughs) you want to know how much I paid for it I was like I don't think I do I was like girl it cost me (laughs) look you are supporting Australian designers. It's very impressive. That's it. She, the, the lady at the store, she did her job very well. She was like, oh, it's locally made. It's an independent Perth designer. And I was like, you know what? That is gorgeous. I'm feeling great today. I am swollen with love. I'm going to mm. invest my money back into this Dirty. creative human. And then I was like, what did I do? I regret oh, no. everything. <laughs> and now I wear this kimono every time I teach. I wear this robe because I'm like, that is why I bought it. Because excited. a teacher can afford these kinds of clothes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> if we've learned anything, it is the teachers is... are on a very good salary. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the time when my partner becomes a full-time teacher and we have those teacher wages coming oh, in. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the money. She's going to be a drama teacher as well. So. Oh, the Here's best. Me. Girl, you are in. Fucking Mate, I am. Mate, um, I'm going to buy more of these kimonos and I'm just going to send them to you. I'm going to send great. them out. Send them oh, to you. Great. I, just, I just, just invite me to your, like, you know, lush teacher pad with your lush <sighs> teacher spa and your lush teacher masseuse in-house. Honestly, I live in a three-story townhouse in the heart of Fremantle. Yeah, I'm well, though, shut the fuck up. You know why? You know why? Because she's a teacher. That's oh. right. That's what's up. She's been at Sovereign Hill mining them teacher <laughs> columns. <laughs> Girl, I'm getting that Sovereign Hill gold. You know what I'm saying? Dude. That's it. It's, That's it. it's pretty hard. You know? All I can afford is like buying weird shit off Facebook Marketplace. So. Oh, God, but that that's good. That's the yeah. best. I know that's what I've been doing in coronavirus is like buying weird shit. Like I bought a vase that looks like a dick, but it's right. not. Um, I also, I know, shut up. I don't have it to hand otherwise. I bought this lamp. Uh-huh. uh-huh that's yeah. a good lamp. And I, I have that lamp chair. in my house. Yeah. Yes. I bought that chair. Good yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like right? a gorgeous, like queenly wicker chair. Looks oh. It's peacock gone. chair, peacock chair. Peacock I'm going to paint it's it. It's a little bit life. like decrepit, but I'm going to paint it. Now paint it. Oh, it looks beautiful. It looks, you know, it's got character is what it has. Cute. I have that green lamp in my house. My partner, Georgia, she had that lamp already and it is in our house. It's, it's a banker's lamp. It is yeah. a banker's lamp. Because I don't know how to do my tech. So I feel like the lamp will show me the That'll way. help. That'll definitely help. Thank you. 100%. <laughs> I was like, get the lamp, live the dream. That's it. That's it. how it goes. <laughs> Is it? Is that guys? Dream Blade yes. 2. It's not it. Dream Blade 2 better. Noted. Dream Thank you better. so much. I'm so glad you two are here to remind me that that oh. happens. 
of all of the things. This is an excellent segue, you know, repurposing Facebook. I was gonna, but you go. But yeah, well, you go. (laughs) Now you do it. Now you do it. Now you do it. Go. Go into our very excellent segment of we want what to does it mean? Something that you do that is a bit of a, maybe a shortcut or a makeup trick or Ooh, like a showbo tip. You know, a showbo tip, you know, a tricks of the trade. If you I feel like this might not be something that, I don't know if people have said this before, okay? <laughs> but being like a musical director and somebody that plays a bunch of fucking instruments, like mm. you, we've talked about about already mm. um if you want your audience to be on side at the beginning because it's a good time right you want to make sure that everybody knows that you're the biz mm-hmm. and then it doesn't matter what you do after that everyone's cool just open with something musical like yeah. make it look like you know what you're doing play like play something cool it, you don't even have to really know how to do it like mm-hmm. just Open with a piece that is like in time <laughs> with the music. In like time. maybe somebody playing a real Most instrument things. that would be cool. Uh, and maybe you do like a little bit in the middle, you know? Like my mm. secret is have a skill, even if it's faking, a skill. Mm. Like yeah. I play the theremin, kind of. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I do. I want to no, note the pause I'm better. there. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ceremony. Yeah. It's a kind of. Now <laughs> it's good. a very patent and comedy pause, and it'll cost you eternity to use it. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. You lend me your kimono for three days, and I'll let you have that comedy pause. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you do something that's fucking cool, like with music, especially because. Mm. As we have said already, like it speaks to you on a level that is, you know, different to anything else. Um, then everybody will feel safe and you can mm. do what the fuck you want after that. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's just make them feel safe in your hands and everybody is cool. Like I only learned to put false eyelashes on a year ago. So I don't have any makeup secrets, but that you know, oh, is a thing. It's the same, whatever like genre you are in it could be comedy it could be uh like uh burlesque it could be just fucking performance art but if you do Mm. something where it looks like you know something that you know 75 percent of the audience don't know how to do yeah then you're good yeah that's a that's a fucking great one i think yeah keep them happy reassure them because this yeah. is a pact between you two you um, and the yeah. audience right yeah it's like you a know? special club that you exactly. have joined for the evening you bought your ticket which is your membership for that little small evening mm-hmm. and Agreed. it's like that's what I always say to uh students or you know mm. just general burlesque performers or whatever and I'll always throw like oh, a future comedy into my burlesque moments it. my burlesque numbers right and because that's a moment where the audience connects and they feel safe because you're not lording yourself over them or anything like that in, in a burlesque sense. You're like, hey, we're both a bit silly, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We, get mm-hmm. we get it. We're connecting. You feel safe. You're in my hands. Now let's do the show. Yeah, that's exactly that. the sense. It's like the, you get it, right? Like you know what that I mean? is yeah. like the, we're here in the same room. Yeah? 
that's Look, it. I'm doing this thing for you. And for some reason, I can do this quite well. So shall that's we get it. on board? Shall we do it? Yeah. You pay money the person, let's enjoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, this is your money's worth right here. Everything else is a bonus. Exactly. That's the damn thing. And I love that for a secret. I love that for a showbo secret. It's very carny, but I think it's legit. Like, fucking everything. It's like, you know, give people something in the first 10 minutes that they're like, this is my money's worth. Thank you so much. And then have a good time. Uh, people it's the same if like if you're doing a routine that's five minutes long mm. or three hours long yep it's the same because you know like a burlesque number i've always said my entire fucking burlesque career a burlesque number for me personally i can't do longer than a five minute set because i just truly believe that i don't have enough interesting content beyond five minutes of burlesque for me but yeah also like in terms of an art form you you know you can get it in five minutes why harp on for longer why when you don't need to when i could punch you in in five but exactly I'm also and people are satisfied that's it they, there's never anyone's been like well it was a too too short you know and like make that audience feel really like they're in on something is mm, how they've seen something that they may not have seen before Absolutely. Yeah. And like Tash, you do that with your hour long shows. Vic, you do that with your five minutes, exactly. your hour long moments. Like there's it's always like, that little situation you need to connect with the crowd like that. Exactly. And like, don't be scared of making that kind of eye crazy contact. eye contact. And yeah. I know that you both do it really well. It is like, and particularly like in burlesque, that doesn't happen a lot. It's like, no. and oh, but actually kind of also when you're doing, you know, musical comedy cabaret, it's like sometimes you get those people that just don't want to look at anyone in the eye and you can tell. Oh, it's just tell. I and think it's that, like, come on, people. Like, yeah. you're talking, just at least talk to the people in the front row, if not further back. Like, like it's yes. so scripted. Like, have a convo. Like, it's not like exactly the same every night. Like, literally, I myself, if it is, I'm like, no, that's yes. right. Like, I'm like, no. And, and what think, you say yeah. will be magical for those, for those people. It doesn't matter if afterwards you're like, what did I say? What the fuck did that even they, But that's, yeah, the, you're like, oh, I love it. Yeah. That's it. When Tash York looks at you in the fucking eye exactly. in the front row on a, on on a goddamn Wednesday and she's like you know what I'm talking about with this wine and the things yeah. and the crazy and blah, blah. It's and then changed like, your life it's changed your life at that point you yeah. know you're like I'm never gonna forget this moment with Tash York I'm will, gonna buy tickets to all of our shows that's I, it I will never forget that moment in after hours over over Adelaide Fringe where we're doing like the lock the uh, lock-in situation and I'm like yeah lock-in's this and you're at the end of the night and you're talking about stuff that you probably shouldn't be talking about and then you look at someone and you're like what's your name and I've just like you know told them my whole life story and someone was like oh what kind of things would you talk about and I was like heaps of dirty shit that you're not allowed to know about and they're like like what and I was like what was something like what they say they were like tell us something you've never told an audience before I was like okay during Perth Fringe uh I took out my uh tampon at the end of the night and uh I had an IUD in there for five years and it was meant to be taken out after five years but it was about seven years down the road pulled out my tampon and my IUD came out at the end of it and I had no Shut up. What happened which also happened and they were just like ah the whole audience were like is this a, is it, I was like, yeah, there you go. There's some fun facts. Anyway, so the next performer, like. 100%. <laughs> 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 
this is was why all of the audience like me right now just yeah. like just like yeah. literally that it was just that dude yeah 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 that is a that is a time that is a time full-on experience it this was is like why I, I was like fucking hell Hashiok is my best friend but also my favorite MC wow. because she'll tell you about the time she pulled out her IUD and a tampon because it was funny taken out earlier. Do they just work their way out? I don't even know. I oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Honestly, okay. I love it. It was in for two years too long, and when I was coming back from Adelaide Fringe, I was supposed to have like a a surgery to like get it out of there. And get oh yeah. Now apparently my body was like, we're done with this. It's out now. So it's over. Yeah, it's finished. But 5 a.m. 5 a.m. when you're too drunk and you're just like, oh, okay. And I was like, I think that's my my IUD. Yeah. What does it even look like? How it's do like- you know what it is? I just, <laughs> <laughs> what, is this, what is this insane thing that's come out of me? Have I birthed What an is alien? this robot? Going- <laughs> <laughs> no, my life. I maybe I'm like the zombie Mary of the thing oh, Jesus. I don't know. The thing is, like, I just knew, like, straight away. Like, I was so drunk and I said, well, that must be what it is. Like, I I wasn't losing my mind because I was so drunk. I was like, well, that must be it. All right. Well, that's a lot. Did you throw it away? Did you keep it? I just, like, fucking threw it away. I just put it in the bin. And I was like, that's done. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, nah, that was just, Uh. that didn't happen. And then I just, like, (laughs) felt around and I was like, can't feel the wire from my IUD anymore. I think that's gone. It's it's out. So, um. Real. That was a real thing that happened to you at Fringe. Yeah. But lucky I was fucking drunk. Otherwise, I would have been exactly doing what you were doing right I'm now. Just being like, why? Like having uh, a small freakout on your behalf? <laughs> yes. I would have been like, Tash, 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 Tash. Tash, let's do shots. Put it in the bin. Let's do shots. <laughs> just, I don't want you to think about it. Like Here's a cigarette. No, no. You know what? Here's the bag. Let's go. It's been a million years. Should I keep it? Is it my child? I don't know. My favorite in a bell jar. I don't know. (laughs) Do you have a bell jar handy? (laughs) Why, yes, out of my kimono. Yes, I do. Yeah. It's been so amazing to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I just uh, want to point out that we have WA, we have Victoria, we have South Australia right now. Okay. We got the three states. Technically, I'm Queensland, you know, like, you know, we have the three worst states. It has been a dream to have you on this podcast. Ah, a pleasure, an absolute pleasure. Uh, I am uh, in awe and in love with both of you. Stop it, same It's like I'm in love with both of you in like a gorgeous way anyway in the fine. best way Cheers to you, my love i wish Cheers you to all of us. all of the beautiful yeah and coronavirus let's fucking gig soon hopefully yes, please, ah, please. Fucking please. yes please mm-hmm. all, right, I'm, all i'm gonna say is i love you all and let's get really drunk all right Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 